1: Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul
2: Bascro, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And...
0: Mr. Toonami Faithful Podcast and part-time Steve Bloom impersonator, Jim Nelson. Yeah, it sounds like you got the crud there, Jim. Yeah, I got the New Year's crud. Whatever the hell it is. It's going around? Everybody who's at AGDQ right now, be safe. Don't, uh, you know, if you're sick, stay in your hotel room.
1: Yes. Yeah, so sadly... That means Jen will not be joining us because she also caught the crud. <laughs> and Mr. Durell is working, but he sends his love and harassment. As
2: usual. As usual.
1: Well, as is uh, sort of the first episode, at least the first episode we're recording since the new year, we will be taking some time to discuss what we would like to see on Toonami in 2016. Yay! But first... It was a regular night of Toonami, and that means we got recaps. We got recaps in your recaps, because we heard you like recaps. Yeah. So let's get the ball rolling with Akami Got Kill. Akami Got Kill, Episode 17, Kill the Curse. Everyone survives the massive explosion set by our friendly Imperial Pyro Bulls Rubicante. Bulls retreats from the battle. There he meets a wounded girl who is crying and treats her wound because he's such a nice guy. The girl is actually a disguised Chelsea who pierces his nape with a poisoned needle. Bulls tries to crawl away to get home... In that instant, he starts thinking about his wife and daughter and realizing that his time had finally come and that the karma of his deeds as the pyro have caught up with him and he's paying the bar tab. Face McShootie, no! Well, bulls, at least where you're going won't be cold. Chelsea meets up with Lubbock. She requests for reinforcements before Kurame acquires new puppets. She disguises herself as bulls and pursues Kurome. In the Night Raid outpost, they debrief on their skirmish with the Jaegers until Lubbock arrives and relays Chelsea's request. Meanwhile, Kurume recalls her past and her older sister Akame. Oh, look, a moment of reflection from the necromancing cookie monster. They had been tested in order to become capable assassins and past. They were separated in the process because the higher-ups felt they would become too dependent on each other. Yeah, nothing says good parenting like splitting up siblings after surviving the forest to death. Afterwards, Kurame was designated to Imperial Forces, where she was experimented on with various drugs to enhance her fighting prowess. Remember kids, drugs are bad. Mmm, okay. Well, unless you're being enhanced to be the ultimate killer at any rate. In that case, you become a psychotic killer who loves cookies and raising the dead to fight your battles for you. In the present day, Kurame is joined by Chelsea. Kurame mistakes Chelsea to be bulls. Chelsea realizes that Kurame is exhausted. Chelsea takes the opportunity to stab Kurame with another poison needle. Chelsea believes Kurame is dead. She recalls her early days as an apprentice. Uh-oh. Chelsea witnessed her master brutally toying with people and accepting bribes. She kills him after using her newly acquired imperial arm, Gaia Foundation. Go Chelsea, your makeup is flawless. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Kurame survives Chelsea's poison, and then Kurame uses Natalia and Doya to kill Chelsea. Akame and Tatsumi finally reach the town. Tatsumi is horrified to see Chelsea's decapitated head placed on top of a pole. Chelsea, way to work that pole, but this wasn't the way we wanted you to. Boo. Too soon for the joke? Eh, who cares? It'll get some laughs from you sickos anyway. <laughs> that recap written by Darrell, if you couldn't tell. I told you he sent his love and harassment
2: (laughs) And in ways that we could Never describe
1: Uh, yeah So, man You kind of feel sorry for Bulls. I mean, he realizes all the things that he's done Is terrible And that the people love him despite that But, yeah, man You still kind of feel something for that Because he's not such a bad guy He was largely following orders all those times and then when Chelsea played that trick on him and made him think about all of the people that he killed. <laughs> she's uh she's kind of brutal when she kills people from a psychological standpoint. Like oh, yeah. what she did to that uh
0: tribesman too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh man. <laughs> but just what she did to Chelsea, I mean that is freaking old school, man. I mean we're talking like, you know, feudal Japan shit there.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know,
0: chop off the limbs and uh, stick her head on a pole for light. all the people to see. Yep. Make an example out of her. Oh. I didn't think uh, Chelsea would bite it this quickly, considering she was part of the reinforcements.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a bit surprising. You you would think that she would have, I don't know, lasted a bit longer, seeing as she was always like, these guys are all going to get killed. <laughs> They're just too careless. Oh, but she got a little careless, didn't she?
0: Didn't, yep, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> and that's uh, what happens when you insult the dead, and especially Bulat.
1: So, what way we go? And I hate to say serves her right, but serves her right. Chelsea was fun, but at the same time, I never really developed a connection with her, so when she kicked the bucket, I was like, oh, well, okay then. <laughs>
0: And, uh, again, another add another shock death to the list of Akamega kills. Shock deaths. I don't know. Yeah. I'll pick up the. I'm, <laughs> I'm so far off the rails with Akamega kill right now that, uh, in terms of following the uh, story, I've missed a bunch because of the holiday season. Um, oh, and and the kills are adding up. Yeah, the body yeah, the body count is just, you know, it's starting to look like, you know, uh, typical, like a game of Dynasty Warriors with all these dead people, like, you know, all the bodies piling up, you know. It's like Fire Emblem because it's permadeath. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, unit that I just started liking. Why did you have to die so soon?
0: <laughs> well, hey, the good news is the newer Fire Emblem games have that casual mode, so it turns permadeath off.
1: Yeah, but that's for pussies.
0: Or for, right? people who, or for people who don't like rage quitting and restarting every single level, because their guy that they're that's trying true. to level die. I do that. Eventually <laughs> you get sick of, re, of restarting, because you have to.
2: <laughs> and with that, I think we should go into the talkbacks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Gilbatabi <laughs> writes in, starting out the new year in tears. Thanks, kill For balls, right? You were crying for balls?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's why they were yeah. crying.
1: Rogue Warlord writes in, Why do all the people I like die? Because this is a comic kill. Because this is real life. <laughs> <laughs> this is a comic a kill, and a comic kill hates you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> At Rinku 588, Mr. Austin Guest writes in, At least we can take solace in this. In death, Chelsea bowled over and just got ahead. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, <coughs> cold blooded. <laughs> Andy Yoho writes in, "Wow, Bull's death actually hurt to watch. Now, if Seryu could just die horribly, if possible." Yes, huh. please. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that that girl needs to get got
0: because she crazy. Watch as she, watch as she uh, survives the whole series.
1: I mean, she's got pretty crazy powers, so that's a possibility. Yeah. Seems uh, Cody Ed has uh, changed his at recently, but he writes in humanizing the opposition. Reasons like this are why I dig a Kami yeah, I agree. At, at least at points, they've managed to give you reasons to like the Jaegers as much, if not more, than some of Night Raid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I never really liked Jaegers. Chelsea. But like Bowls and Wave. Mm-hmm. And well, everybody's got a soft spot for Esdeath, even if she's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I like that they it's not entirely one sided in a comic go kill when you think about the motivations yeah. of
0: the characters. They're not so like, that's uh, yeah, they're not like these guys good. These guys bad. Good guys kill bad guys.
1: Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of gray in there. That is one of the things about a comic go kill that actually gets a little deeper. Which is good because a lot of it's just surface, flash, yeah, popcorn fun,
0: which I don't. That mind. Uh,
1: punishes you for liking characters.
0: <laughs> hey, it was kind of like that for a little bit with uh, Attack on Titan.
1: Yeah, but Attack on Titan it away kills from off that. named characters.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. Is that it? Um...
1: But Levi got... Squad. <laughs> spoiler (laughs) oh boy hey we went through every episode of attack on titan on this podcast i I think spoilers are just not even a thing anymore exactly (laughs) at least for the first season (laughs) and finally sjz weaver writes in great now wave is the only villain on this show that isn't a complete psycho (laughs) yeah yeah i feel you bro and that's uh, another episode of A Comic-Go Kill, and the body count continues to rise. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of body counts, <laughs> a TVMA episode of Parasite. Oh, my. That's <laughs> yes. a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go: our recap of the latest episode of Parasite: The Maxim.
0: You get to know, know it's how we-
1: Parasite, episode 10. What mad universe. Shimana attacks Yuko and makes the mistake of slicing a bottle of paint thinner, which spills all over himself and into his insides. Ouch. With too many dead cells, he is unable to change his face and proceeds to kill anyone that he bumps into as he stumbles through the school in pain. Shinichi goes searching for Satomi and finds a pile of corpses in a hallway. He freezes up, seeing the carnage, feeling a terrible ache in his heart, but quickly calms himself and proceeds. Thanks to his super hearing, he's able to locate Satome and two other students huddled in a corner beyond the bloody hallway. Shinichi tells the students that they have to leave, but the other two are terrified at the idea of going through the bloody hallway and think Shinichi is a monster for being able to go through it. They run the other way and, of course, are killed by Shimada. Shinichi jumps through the window with Satome, and then over a tall fence in another dramatic feat of his amazing power. After leaving Satome with the paramedics, Shinichi decides that he and Migi have to kill Shimada, but Migi's not so sure, at least initially. Shimada proceeds to kill several police officers who entered the school building, and Shinichi and Migi keep their distance to avoid alerting Shimada of their presence. When Shimada stumbles onto the roof, they are ready to make their attack. Miki and Shinichi combine their power and throw a rock through Shimada's chest, killing him instantly. The media proceeds to cover up the truth about Shimada, which brings on another conversation between Miki and Shinichi about how to deal with the parasites. Meanwhile, a group of suits discuss the parasite situation as well, and suggest a method for the public to identify parasites. So people begin greeting each other by pulling out a strand from each other's hair. What? (laughs) Yeah. Well, Well, it's a
0: pretty painful greeting.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, the idea is that you pull out a strand of a human's hair and they're like, ow, that hurt. But if you do it to a parasite, they will writhe in pain, not knowing what to do. Mm hmm. Which, uh, by the way, is probably going to get whoever did that killed.
2: Exactly. Doesn't seem like such a good idea. No, no, it does not feel feel or seem like a good idea.
1: (laughs) Okay, little Susie, remember, you have to greet your friend by pulling out one of her hairs. And
0: Mm. if she turns into a monster, run.
2: Oh, by the way, you might not be able to get away from her. But, you know, hey, at least we'll know that it's a parasite.
0: Also, what yeah, about P what about uh, folks that are bald or subscribe to the bald is beautiful uh, belief?
2: Oh, you're automatically a parasite now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they did
1: mention that a hair from anywhere on the body and frankly, probably just like pinching somebody would do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. There's that. Oh, I don't uh, know why that didn't go with idea. pinching to begin with. Besides, about how well do you think it's going to go if you try to pull uh, an arm hair off of Saitama? Not well. Anyway, school resumes sooner than you might think. And uh, after thanking him for saving her that day, it seems like Satomi and Shinichi are back on good terms.
2: Which, by the way, why would you. I I don't understand why you would have school very soon after that.
1: Kids gotta go to school. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, got... come on, just, you know, he didn't do
1: a whole lot of property damage. You just got to clean up the bodies and uh... Uh,
2: Yeah, I-, I think there'd be some traumatized people.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there's mm-hmm. definitely traumatized kids, but that's what
2: therapy's for. Uh, uh, Japanese culture, I swear to f- <laughs> it. <laughs> It's like, you know what? We're too good to not let you have school, so you know what? F- the body count and f- the blood on the ground. You're going to just go to school.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, this is a school that also had, like, an entire wall blown out, and they were back at school the next day.
1: This faculty is very determined to teach.
0: Yeah, I can,
1: I can tell. I don't know. I don't know. But every time that they show a teacher, the teachers always kind of seem like they're not that into it.
2: Yeah, they're just, like, they're looking around like, um, what else is going to fucking happen
1: here? <laughs> I got to transfer. This, uh, this, this, this has become a very bad place to work.
2: You know what? At least in America, if somebody sneezes, they close down a school. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that could be an epidemic. You don't know. Exactly. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Satomi also questions how Shinichi was able to jump out of a building, run several miles, and then jump over a fence Mm -hmm. that was very high.
2: Well, maybe not that. It's it's just like it's just like listen. Look, adrenaline. It was adrenaline. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I can't tell anybody else yet, but I'm going to tell you I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, that would be better than what he is right now. That would be better than what he is right now. Because <laughs> the minute that she finds that out, she's going to be like, I got to go. <laughs> and never see you again. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, it's
1: just, it's fine. It's not in my head. It's just in my hand. By the way, that was the... Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. That's probably not going to help things. Put your dog on a leash, Shinichi.
2: And with that, (laughs) talkbacks. Yeah,
1: definitely some funny ones in here. Oh, no. Yes. Michael Morris writes in, Shinichi learned a new skill, Rock Throw. It was super effective. (laughs) Jefferson Craig writes in, Man, Vice Admiral Garp ain't got nothing on Shinichi and Migi. Rocks greater than cannonballs. Yeah. Inuyashisan87 writes in, Here comes the pitch, and BAM! Shimano's out of there! <laughs> Benjamin Pageon writes in, The U.S. weaponizing parasites? That's believable, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Maybe. <laughs> Another from the very funny Jefferson Craig. Shinichi thinking to himself, are you really Satomi Murano? No, wait, you're just some dead body. I'm going to move on with my life now. That's so wrong. (laughs) And Lord Terminal writes in, you just know that that hair-pulling fad is going to die out in a month like all internet memes. (laughs) Either that or once somebody actually succeeds at doing it and ends up dead. (laughs) (laughs) And Rashonda Spears writes in, in some ways, Parasite reminds me of Tokyo Ghoul. Hmm. Yes, I feel they do share many similarities. But Tokyo Ghoul came long after Parasite was written.
2: Very true. I, I think Tokyo Ghoul is kind of more like, it looks more like Dead Man Wonderland-ish. Because, hmm. I mean, there's there's a lot of similarities with their powers, kind of. But, you know, mm. that's either here nor there.
1: But I was thinking more along the lines of uh, <clears throat> one person's journey from being totally normal to being like a hybrid of some kind of other being that is coping with being half and half, more or less, and what kind of position that puts them in. But, yeah, there's definitely some uh, more uh, Dead Man Wondery type powers for sure. hmm. And that will do it for our Parasite recap. Solid episode. Very, very violent.
2: <laughs> very violent indeed. Like, sheesh.
1: That's cool. has been some, some stuff.
2: I, I did see some things on Twitter while it was going on about, did they really just play that episode? I'm just like, well, it's Parasite and it's Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. What do you want?
1: Why would you even be concerned? Because they already played Hellsing Ultimate.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
1: anyway there were other things that aired on tsunami this week including a new lineup promo it was good I liked it very uh you know they kind of they used two different songs in it at least two different songs and I, I like the earlier song more but I like how they ended with them talking about establishing a new world order <laughs> that kind of thing good good stuff tis good check it out and as a late Christmas present, or kind of a New Year's present, <laughs> Tsunami gave us a Christovo mixtape called Attics in Inventory Part 2, which includes numerous tracks from DJ Christovo, including all four of the Miyazaki Month remixes. Ooh. Very, very cool stuff. Nice. Yeah, there's some great tunes in there. Now, lots of stuff that you would have heard over... Many, many years on Toonami. And actually, I'm pretty sure I spotted the the pre-flight promo music. Mm -hmm. That's definitely in there. And on air, they did a little little ad for it, which is nice. Drawing attention to it. And you can pick that up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Toonami.com backslash mixtape. Pick it up. Free music. What's not to like? More free music from Jason. If there's one thing he <laughs> believes in life that's free, it should be music.
1: Mm-hmm. And here are our miscellaneous talkbacks. Quite a few involving Samurai Champloo, because, well, that it started. Me. At Nana and Hachi writes in, This is the longest fight in anime history in regarding Goku versus Frieza. Yeah. Probably.
2: But it's an epic one
1: at the... At Star 64 writes in, Chelsea, why did you have to die like, oh, an anime that has Steven Bloom in it? <laughs> At Rogue Warlord writes in, five minutes into Samurai Champloo, and I was sold. You should took like five been,
2: minutes? You should have been sold years ago.
1: Hey, you know, not everybody saw it. That's kind of the point of playing it. And that's a shame.
2: <laughs> but, yes, please continue to watch it on Tsunami. It's a very good <laughs> show.
1: And Lord Terminal writes in, I officially nominate Foo as Most Adorable Female for 2016 on Toonami right now. It's definitely a strong, strong contender, if nothing else. And similarly, At The Real Dawn East writes, again, Foo greater than Fay no denying it. <clears throat> uh, however, what also cannot be denied is Foo is in fact 15 years old. Ooh I didn't know that until I was looking up Chamblee for uh like episode titles on Wikipedia. I read that Fu was 15, Mugen's 19, and I think Jin's about that old. Mm-hmm. But Fu was 15, I was like, ooh, 15! No, thank you. <laughs> but I have always liked Fu more than Faye. I mean, she's a lot more fun, and she doesn't get in nearly as much trouble. <laughs> Seriously, Faye is a troublesome woman to have around. Joshua Knighton writes in, Aw, New Year's greeting from Tom and Sarah. Still doesn't make up for this froggy crap on (laughs) (laughs) In Nobody liked the froggy song. (laughs) He already had a whole bunch of talkbacks in here, so I didn't include uh, Japhis, but it was something along the lines of, this would have been a lot more enjoyable if the Froggy song was replaced by uh, Get Swifty."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we are starting off this year with uh, Doggin' on Shippuden, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Because <laughs> <laughs> Javis and Craig also writes in, Good thing Ryuko didn't call her new form Sin Sin-Kits Shippuden. Because yeah. then it wouldn't do anything for months at a time. Oh,
0: oh. oh yeah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, folks, shipping in is good. Please stop being jealous. <laughs> it's filler, okay? Filler will go away. Yo, just
1: jealous of their super. I mean, I don't. I don't know swagger. I don't. I don't ninja swagger. Yeah, stop. Just stop. Just stop. yeah. I'll, I'll just stop. Go to your corner. Well, that brings us to our topic, gentlemen. And we've been uh, holding off on this for at least a little while, and people have been asking. So I guess the time has come has for us to discuss what we would like to see on Toonami in 2016. Other than Samurai Jack, of course, because that's coming. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. that's well, out of, I, uh... Yep, that's I, out of it.
2: I, I think we can get the number one thing out of the room that we all agree on, so let's just just get it out of the way. And... It's a Gundam! <laughs> exactly. We're all in agreement that we think that Iron-Blooded Orphan or some other Gundam series is going to show up on Tsunami this year.
1: Well, I would say I'm at least in agreement that I really really want a Gundam and that we are closer than ever to being able to have one. I think the timing is right. Yeah, yeah I agree the timing is right.
2: Something something just feels like I don't know, we get these kinds of we get these kinds of feelings and we're usually right about these things. It just seems like Jason and Gil finally got their Gundam series. So, we'll see. We can certainly hope. We can certainly hope. And theoretically,
1: if they do have it, it could very well be the show that replaces Akamika Kill late in February. So, not that long. Not too long to wait. We will see. Um. Yeah. So, uh. Since we've never really talked much about this show, let me kind of give the rundown here. So this Gundam, uh, in a lot of ways, returns to its roots in a manner that it's about a ragtag group of young people that uh, have decided to embark on a journey for whatever reason. And they only have the one Gundam, I don't think it's even referred to as a Gundam, and uh, a few other mobile suits. And they, you know, they get some allies and they work some things out. But uh, the main kind of story thread that is going on here is there is a very important young lady that they are protecting and trying to escort so that they can prevent. Like war is going to happen, but they can maybe prevent more war from occurring if she manages to get where she needs to be. And, you know. Who knows how all of that's going to shake out. But uh, in the meantime, you have this uh, very... More or less a family of iron-blooded orphans. (laughs) Some of which are genetically enhanced in some way to be able to be uh, very good robot pilots or soldiers. And they interact with uh, other factions. And at some point uh Johorn, I think that's how you pronounce it uh another faction out there decided to make them their enemy. So there's there's a lot of uh cat and mouse with that and a lot of uh these orphans traveling through space trying to get their mission complete. And along with that, I would say there's a lot of politics. But there's also a lot of really great mech battles.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: it kind of alternates. You like get a couple of episodes that are more action-y and a couple of episodes that are more talky. So it doesn't go very long stretches in which there isn't a lot of action. So that's all very good because some Gundam series, they kind of starve you for action, to be honest.
0: <laughs> but it makes the action when it does happen that much more special.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. This this is a good solid mix. Uh, I enjoy the characters. The designs are pretty good. the The mech design's are great. Great animation. Just mm-hmm. overall great. And it looks like the dub is shaping up, at least as far as casting goes. Yes. So it is. all feeling, all good man. reasons to check it out and hope that Tsunami gets it.
2: I think there's a good chance. And uh, you know, I I think that the earliest, like you said, we're gonna see is next month. So. Cross your fingers that Gundam's back on Tsunami because
0: mm-hmm. I think that's it's definitely the way they what turn we want. The way they turn dubs around uh, so quickly these days, uh, I think it'll be okay. I think uh, it's realistic to uh, that to hope to see it next month.
2: So let's move on to I think I think there's this other show that I'm going to mention. Probably it's another one that I think all of us are thinking hmm. will probably be on Tsunami this year. And that's uh, Psychopass. Mm. Well, I, I think that I think that Psychopass. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if you guys haven't or don't know what Psychopath is, the best way to find out about that is you go to tsunamifaithful.com dot com and, and watch like, the review. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we will obviously do a review on season two when we get the physical release of it because. We can't. And it's really- finally coming. Yes. Thank you. The- um, but the reason why we think I think that this is going to be on there is because, well, a, as I've said in the review, which I did. Thank you very much. Um, it, it it's it's got a, a tsunami feel to it. It's like a Ghost in the Shell kind of show. It's not as action packed as some would think it would be. But it does have action in it, and it does eventually, you know, get to a good point where people are like, "Okay, I'm into this. I need to watch this." Um, At least, at least season one. Um, And also, we have to mention that I I believe you said earlier this uh, earlier last year, because we're now we're in 2016. um, Sketch that, Gil was watching this. Yeah, yeah, he was. So I'm kind of hoping that that's. That's also a sign that we will see it on Tsunami. Again, I think the problem with series like this, and what I mean by that is, sim- is um, broadcast of anime, is it's kind of hard to figure out if these shows will show up on Tsunami because they've already broadcast on Funimation, or how long after they've broadcast on Funimation.com will they show up. Yeah, there's really no telling. Yeah, and and that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to see. So I think this is gonna be the first one we're gonna see. There's another one I'll mention later, and I'm sure you guys are not gonna be surprised by it. But I think that one might show up too. I'm not sure if it'll show up this year, but I think we may see it sooner than later. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's that's a, that's about it. I mean, I, I don't know what
0: are you what are your guys' thoughts. I think it's a fair show to uh, request because I think. Uh... You know, it's got more of the psychological edge to it as well, Uh, and it's not just action. Um, It could be something, um, you know, almost like Paranoia Agent Light, almost, if you think about it that way. Yeah. I could be completely off base with that, having never seen Psychopass. but it could be, I have a feeling it could be one of those uh, nice little oddity variety shows and stuff like that, like... You know, I don't think a lot of people expected a heck of a lot of Soul Eater when it ran on Tsunami, yet it ex- it exceeded most, if not all, expectations. Mm-hmm. So I think uh could be one of those shows that uh, really surprises a bunch of people. But Jim, do you have any uh, wants to- for oh. 2016? Well, I mean, I can't talk about any wants uh, regarding Tsunami without mentioning Madoka Magica, but I've talked myself blue in the face with that one. Uh, it's true. Yeah, I've talked myself blue in the face. I mean, I can't say anything else about Madoka, uh About please get Modica Magica. Aside from that, there's the only thing I could say is please give it a try. But aside from that, um, I'd like to. See, I mean, I'd like to see Log Horizon um, show these people what a real trapped in the game uh, show is. And you son <laughs> of
2: a bitch! I was going to mention that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, I mean, Log Horizon's fantastic. At least I think it is. Uh, yeah. um, if we're looking for something else along those lines, um, Excel World is also very high on that list as well. From the same writer, and it's and it's superior in just about every way to Sword Art Online in terms of action, story, and Excel uh, World. What what is that? Sentai? No, that's Viz. That's Viz. Oh. why I'm a little bit. Uh, that's why I'm a little uh, appreh- uh. Not apprehensive, but uh, not. <laughs> Thinking, uh, I'm not, I
2: mean, I'm not
0: gonna, I'm never gonna say never, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I we don't know what's going on between. I, I don't know Viz. what, I don't know. We're just looking at, uh, I just look at Viz and I'm like, why not? <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't so. see why everything. I'm sorry, I, I hate to hate on Viz at the moment, but I don't see why. Everything has to go on Hulu and Neon Alley. Not, not everything has to go on there. If you want, it goes on
1: Netflix. Yeah, yeah,
2: that too. I don't. I don't understand why you have to send everything to streaming services. Tsunami will do the job better than probably those streaming services. Sorry to say it, but even though some anime series do go to Netflix, they won't do as well as putting it on Tsunami. Now, obviously, Seven Deadly Sins is a different situation but there Completely again netflix, like, yeah but netflix like promoted that so you know there's a difference there if netflix promotes it fine but if it's just put on there eh, you know it's pointless it's pointless at this point any anime for that matter but yeah jim i i agree with uh, log horizon i think i i think that one is a shoe-in too for Tsunami.
0: that'll definitely fill your uh, sentai quota too for at least the first half of the year yeah, Actually, it's two seasons. It so, is two seasons. Uh, it so will take seems, up a whole year. That will take up a whole year for you. What uh, would that be? Is it is it dubbed already? Yeah, it's dubbed and it's also second been, season isn't dubbed yet, but it probably and, will be soon. I have a feeling that it will be uh, very soon if they're if they're not working on it right now. I'm sure
2: it'll get dubbed, but I, right. I don't,
0: Yeah. Well, maybe
2: um, maybe that could be a good that could be a good series to put on there. Uh, at a 1.30 time slot, I mean, if it's already been out. There again, you know, if we haven't had Season 2 yet dubbed, you know, that's that could be a 1 o'clock time slot too, you know. Exactly.
0: I mean, I agree with you on that one, Jim. Yeah, I think uh, Log Horizon is like you said, a shoo-in. Um, I'm trying to think of what... I else.
2: mean, if it's not this year, it's next year. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that that one I see. That one you can definitely pit, put on the board. We can write that one on the board. Yeah. I think you we know? can put it on the
0: board. Survey says bing!
2: Uh, <laughs> sorry sketch you don't get a vote anyway <laughs> um actually i'd watch local
0: Horizon. <laughs> it just hit me well actually uh i was gonna say this one but then uh it just hit me that i remembered that there was just too much for them to censor out lupon the third the woman called fujiko mine um, yeah. yeah uh yeah they in fact uh, they are, had are to... not able to play it yet yeah, they can't play it so it's like yep too many. Uh, too many boobies to censor out, unfortunately. It would have made it, uh, co- it may- would not have made it cost-effective. At least, I think. But, yeah. Uh, if for those of you who have seen Fujiko Mine, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's a shame, too, because that's uh, probably one of the best um, uh, Lupin the Third series to come out in quite some time. And the director, I believe, was the same director who worked on uh, Michiko and Hatchin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it makes it uh, even more... Ah, dang it! <laughs> More disappointing, I guess. Right. But um, I would not be um <laughs> averse to a return of Cowboy Bebop in HD this time. <laughs> well, um, depends on the three o'clock slot. Depends on what exactly. when that is. And those and those reruns of newer series at three has been pretty successful. Yes. So and I uh,
2: and I think they're going to continue going with that. Again, <laughs> you know, we have to wait and see. And I and I. Do thing, and I have to agree with Sketch here. I I, I can't see them not getting
0: the eleven thirty time slot at some point. At some <laughs> point, and that might also coincide if they For do, Samurai Jack,
1: at minimum. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. For Samurai Jack, at the bare minimum, but also it might end up uh, coming with um, Attack on Titan season two over the summer if they do end up simuldubbing that, which right. doesn't feel like it's it would be out of the question at all.
2: I I've, I'm honest. I'll be honest with you. Like I have been keeping an eye out for any like anything attack on titan season two like coming out of japan and i it's kind of been quiet and Mm -hmm. i'm and i'm like it's been very quiet yeah it's been very quiet i'm like oh come on like just come on like if you're gonna do it just do it and don't like announce it like like all of a sudden out of nowhere like i i I get it i understand and i and you know what i i think at this point we could say that season two is probably going to be a a
0: broadcast dub, but you know, will it be a simul? It, will it be a simul dub in the same way that Space Dandy was? You know, probably I feel like this is too big to not be a uh, simul dub. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it, and they've it, already proved that they can do it because they've already been doing a broadcast dub
1: of the spin-off series which uses right. the
2: same cast. Mm-hmm. And and you got to you got to take this in consideration too. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan is another factor that brought back <laughs> the anime the anime
0: industry. It's it's yeah. a very popular in uh, series. Property. So it's a very popular property in general, yeah. Yeah,
2: and and I can't see I cannot see this not showing up. Now, is it going to show up this year? I'm I, I honestly like I we've we've talked about this over several podcasts and they said 2016 I'm, I'm, so. they've said 2016 but unless I, unless it happens late in the year I, I'm gonna be honest with you and I'm gonna go that this is not gonna happen until next year hmm. like I, I don't I, I get the feeling I get the feeling that they're that they're kind of dragging their feet a
0: little bit here mm-hmm. because well maybe not even so much dragging their feet so much as like <laughs> not, there's, um it's like if they're going to do it, they're going to do it right, and it's going to have a, right. a Mungo budget, and they're looking for advertising partners and this and that and everything else. So, Oh, you
2: know, and see, that's one thing that I that I love about Japan, <laughs> and we need to start doing it over here, is you see, like, fucking Dragon Ball Z, Attack on Titan, all over Burger King and, we- and McDonald's stuff. I'm like, come on! Merchandising! <laughs> so, Merchandising! I'm like, do it over here! I'm like, do it over here! Like, come on! Like, already... You know, don't
1: you remember they used to have Burger King Dragon Ball Z kids meals?
2: They, they did. They did. And but they
1: Pokemon. Don't. And mm-hmm. uh, that's true. Digimon, I think. Yeah, but with
0: they, Pokemon. The, pretty I much
1: don't. all the ones that were really big with kids. Yeah, because yeah, those are all, you know, kids titans.
2: But I, I'd <laughs> like to see more adult things kind of too, like put on stuff, too. But, you know, I, I where's I, our I,
1: Titan yeah, burger?
2: Yeah, I
0: know. Exactly. <laughs> Where is it? Where <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> I thought they made that at like Carl's Jr and Hardee's. The only problem is that you can't finish it cuz it'll kill you. <laughs>
2: um I, I you know what? I'm going to be I'm going to go out on a limb here too and I and I don't think we're going to see too much from Anaplex this year. I don't I don't I just get the feeling I uh, regrettably have to agree with that. I don't, I don't think we're going to see too much with from, from Anaplex. I think we we'll, we're going to probably see a surprise show from Sentai. But I don't and what I mean by surprise is we probably wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, that's going to be on Tsunami. Like, I, I think we will see something from Sentai because I get the feeling that Sentai is like, no, 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 no. You're not giving that to Funimation. That's our time slot. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't need to do that. No, no. Well, here's the show. So um, I'm, I'm also going to go out on a limb and say this, too. I do think – and I have uh, the. I'm gonna go against Jason. Fuck you, Jason. Um (laughs) and say that we are gonna get a movie this year. And I think you know which one I'm gonna mention. I don't think it's gonna I would love for it to happen on Tsunami's birthday, but I don't think it's going to happen in March. But um I think it'll be towards closer towards the end of the year when there's kinda like towards the end of the summer just to fill something. And I'll let you guys say because you know what you, you know how I think. Well, I'm
1: honestly not entirely sure where you're going with this because there's at least two possibilities that I think that you're thinking
0: of. Maybe even I'm, three.
2: Well, oh. I'm thinking I'm thinking Ava 3.33. There's
0: definitely That's what that I th- thought you were thinking. Yeah, definitely I'm not thinking 3.33.
2: I'm not thinking Battle of Gods just yet. I, I as much as I want and I know. <laughs> that's going to be on Toonami at some point, and we can definitely write that on the board as a movie that will show up. I I don't... If it's going to show up, it would be one of those movies that would happen towards the end of the year, and Mm. I think the marathons have done so well that I don't see them doing movies as much as people want them to. Mm. And I, I think that we will see a return of one movie maybe a year, but I don't see it being like you know, oh, okay, so we're going to play Avengelian 3.33 and then we're going to play Battle of the Gods at the end of the year. No, 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 no. It's going to be Avengelian 3.33 and then they're going to play it again at some point. Because, well, as we found out, when they get a movie, they have the rights for a while. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you have the rights for something, you might as well play it. And what better than just to play it on a holiday when, you know, or, you don't need to waste ratings.
0: I was thinking um, since uh St. Patrick's Day, which is also Tsunami's birthday, is on a Thursday. Maybe a belated uh Tsunami birthday present for, you know, the for everybody who's going to be a uh, home on uh the King of Amateur Drunk Nights. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh although I will say having se- having seen Eva 3.33, not a heck of a lot happens in that movie. I will I will tell you right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: I kind of feel like they should hold off until we definitely have 4 coming.
0: Well, I mean, who knows when 4 is going to come because yeah. it was supposed to come out in 2012 and here we are four years later. It took us
2: this long to get AVA, Ava 3.33. Let's, let's just get it and play it while we have it. <laughs> I'm just talking
0: about in terms of Japanese release. I mean, yeah, right. it's been two plus years since, right. the, um, since uh, we got an announcement. On um, right. Eva 3.33. Um, um Yeah, so
2: I wouldn't I, I'm also gonna say this, and this is kind of a prediction for two thousand seventeen, but I'm gonna I, I, I do think we're gonna see One Piece movies. I, I think that we're I do think at the point that- where-
0: we're almost at the point where you can show Strong World and right. uh, Film Z because we're going to get uh, – we're going to have Brooke come and join the crew sometime well, this year,
1: Well, maybe not Film Z because it takes place after the time skip. Yeah, yeah but definitely Strong World.
2: Right. Well, and, and, and I do think – I think that this is – this is something that will happen probably in 2017, mm. not something that will happen,
0: you know, this year at all. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, this is the part where I wish we had Allison because she knows uh, One Piece pretty well. Uh, she would know when um, uh, Brooke joins. And I think he joins uh, during this most re- this next arc coming up, this next major arc coming up for One Piece. Which we will take be introduced to Brooke in a about arc, right? eight weeks. Yeah, about in a thriller bark, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So... I mean,
2: I I don't see, like, for people that have asked about One Piece movies, I don't see that coming until at least next year. But I do do honestly think that if you're going to see Toonami start to play movies a lot more, Mm -hmm. that's when it's going to happen just because One Piece, you know, now they can touch these One Piece movies. And also it's Funimation. They have a very good relationship with Funimation, so Mm – you know, it, 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 one of the problems with movies was is you, you couldn't access as many as a lot of us wanted to. Mm. And I wish we could have gotten a lot more movies, but it is what it is, you know? So, yeah. Well, I mean,
0: after how poorly the movies did at the end of 2014, I guess that kind of spooked him when it came to movies in general. And not having movies for almost – for a year, uh, I think – prove that yeah let's uh let the soil retill itself regarding you know movies and maybe the uh, popular appetite will return and stuff and if it's kind of cleanse the appetite yeah and you know people are and you know if we've learned one thing it's that people are gonna bitch about everything like they're Uh not gonna they're they're bitching about the uh uh marathons without movies now that we've had uh marathons you're gonna see Gonna say, hey, we got a movie coming up. It's uh, what you guys have always wanted, Redline. And really, where's the marathon? You're supposed to be showing the marathon. <laughs> Nobody's the, gonna
1: be saying that. What are you talking by, about? By the way, also, Darrell really wanted to uh, chime in on Redline, but Alassie is not here.
0: So, for Darrell, all I could say Durrell, is say we is would Redline. all like
1: Redline. Redline you, would be amazing.
0: dude. Um, Redline, it is fantastic. <laughs> like seriously. You have never seen animation so amazing in your entire life. Screw the story. This animation has budget.
2: Uh, a funimation series that I think would probably show up this year, mm. and it's because Parasite has opened the door. Yep. And so did Dead Man Wonderland way back when we first started this puppy back up, so to speak. I know what you're going to say. Tokyo Ghoul.
0: Exactly. I I, I so. think
2: I think I think that. If you're going to follow something like Parasite, you have to put something like that in its place. You need some kind and, of
0: Cronenberg anime.
2: <laughs> right. And, and I think season season two is dubbed, right? It's it's done, right? Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. It's broadcast dubbed. So, I mean, they could easily
2: do that. You got season three coming from what I've heard. I don't know that for sure. but I, And this series doesn't seem like it's going to die anytime soon. So...
1: No, no, it's very popular right now, and it has more coming, so it's it's going to maintain popularity for a while yet. And the manga sells ridiculously well for Viz.
2: Mm-hmm. And and one other thing, that's very important. Uh, Justin Rojas has said that he would suggest this for Toonami, so mm-hmm. I think yeah, but that's kind of Justin Rojas's job. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, he said he said that if he had any idea, if he had to put a series on Toonami one of his personal choices would be Tokyo Ghoul. So yeah, I think okay, I thought by
0: now you would, you know, kind of understand business speak. No, I understand. Uh, I put understand. It this way. The last time that Funimation really believed in a show and they were saying, we want this. They said explicitly, we want this on Tsunami. It was Michiko and Hatchin. The last time we got, I got a quote that said, we want this show on Tsunami pretty much paraphrased. It was Michiko and Hatchin. And look at how fantastic that show did. I
1: would actually say, if in the sad case that we may not get Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans replacing Yakamiga ga Kill, mm-hmm. if they wanted to start the year off with a big show, it would probably have to be Tokyo Ghoul.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: I think that I think that would work too. I think that honestly, if it's not a Gundam, that's probably where they're going to go, um, unless there's something that we're not thinking of, and again, that could happen.
1: But I, I, guys, there's a whole lot of shows out
2: there. I, I honestly think that One
1: that's where we're
0: going. One Punch Man. <laughs> uh, that's not going to happen. I don't think so. Why? Why?
1: Why such little faith? All right. First it of all, fizz. yeah, it's phase, it But first of all, they're not going to do a broadcast up, so no. it may have to take a year. But One Punch Man started last fall, so theoretically, yeah. it could be. It's only twelve episodes, so it could be ready by fall. And I am going to. I am going to hope that this is a case of a show that Toonami will want enough that they will do whatever it takes to get it. Mm -hmm. Because it is phenomenal. And as far as action shows go, you you can't do much better than One Punch Man. Fantastico. Amazing action. Just. mm, So good. So good. I love it. I love it. So I'm. I'm it's moderately weird. hopeful. I hear it's And you know what? I death. haven't
0: entirely given up on Tiger and Bunny either. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you and that Tiger and Bunny. God damn it. Everybody,
0: everybody has their everybody has their show. Everybody has their show. Yeah, has their the
1: show Jim it's Mudoka for, TV TV. for yep. me, it's Tiger and Bunny. <laughs> and uh arguably Paul for you it's Psychopaths. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I, I have well, <laughs> there's two other shows that I'm hoping for this year, but I, I'm not too I'm not thinking that they will come this year but i'm I'm gonna put them out there and i'm hoping that they will show up Mm -hmm. one is a series that god knows they need to finish up and make a physical release of it already because it needs to be on a physical release because you licensed it like two years ago do you guys know what it is take a Uh, guess it's played on Tsunami. big o talking
0: about outlaw star thank you yes i was gonna say i want to
2: see outlaw star back on Tsunami. I think, and yeah, that's one show Sunrise that actually should stops
0: be dragging their feet. <laughs>
2: exactly, and I and I don't know if it will ever be out of limbo. But with Evangelion 3.33 coming out, hopefully <laughs> something <laughs> will happen. I don't know. I'm just hoping. bill is already
1: frozen over once. <laughs> yeah, I
2: know. And then the other show that we keep mentioning and mentioning and mentioning—that's from Funimation—that should be on Tsunami, but hasn't shown up yet. And I. Still have my reservations that they can play it, but we'll see, um, is gone? Yes. So I, I do hope that that shows up. I don't know if it will, but I, I do hope so. I've given up on AO showing up. I, I, I don't know. I, I thought that would show up on Tsunami. There again, the block did decrease mm-hmm. substantially logical early last extension.
0: year. Well, it is a logical uh, thing to think, considering we had Auraka 7.
2: Exactly. So, I'm hoping maybe like out of <laughs> like they're just like, oh, we need to show immediately. Uh, this works. Like they do that. <laughs> hopefully, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm positive about I'm uh, positive about Psychopaths. I'm positive about Tokyo Ghoul, but those other two shows, like I'm I'm just hoping that they show up on the block this year too. So. Yeah,
1: and let's not forget we were positive about Psychopaths and Tokyo Ghoul last year. Oh, <laughs> well, even
0: more so with Tokyo Ghoul now. Oh, yeah,
1: because well, yeah. they're in the middle of a serious rollout for that franchise. So yeah, now is the time
2: to expect and, Tokyo Ghoul. And, and here's the thing Here, here's a good good indicator that it's going to be on Tsunami. They can't put it anywhere else. <laughs> They can't really uh, it's
1: true. It's not like there's some kind of (laughs) chiller anime block that (laughs) (laughs) anymore. You can't
2: you can't put it on Disney. You can't put it on Nickelodeon. So, you know,
0: there you go. If you want it on
2: Disney Why would you even try? (laughs) Well, no, I'm not saying you would try. I'm just saying like they're not gonna go after it because it's not a kid's show. So hardly Oh you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Before we end this, I have to I, I almost forgot, sketch. Eh. We almost forgot eh. <laughs> this. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is another show. I, I don't think that it will be on Toonami. If it is on Toonami, it will be in. It will debut in the fall. It will be. It will premiere on Toonami. Um, and if we don't get the show this year, it will least be announced that it will be playing on Toonami. And Adult Swim has acquired this. And that is Cannon Busters. Mm. I'm gonna go out on that limb. Of course. So, hmm. I'm I'm at least saying that they will announce it this year. That it's going to be on Tsunami. I am I am on that. I am not saying that it will do. It will be on this year. I hope it is, but I will say it at least will be announced this year.
1: Pilot's supposed to be out in a couple of days, isn't it?
2: Exactly. And Leon has said that. This show is for ages fifteen and up. You I, mean Lashawn? Lashawn, yes. Sorry,
0: said Leone
2: said. Leone, no, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> never mind. I don't want to say that on the podcast. I don't know. I just, I, I just, it, it makes sense to me, and because he already has a relationship with Adult Swim, sort of with uh, Boondocks and whatnot. Hopefully, hopefully, this will be on Tsunami. So. Uh, here's here's to hoping for more American action on uh, tsunami. Hmm. Definitely.
1: Well, I wanted to uh, run <clears> down <throat> a, a list of plausible candidates that came out this year in the world of anime. Top of my list is uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront from yes. the creator of Trigun, done by Studio Bones. And to describe it, it's like Bakano meets Space Dandy, Futurama. With a little bit of Avengers.
2: Who is it uh, licensed by? Funimation. Funimation.
1: It was one of their broadcast dubs.
2: That could be a possible And the
1: dub is very good. Of course it's good. It's done by Mike McFarland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's the best. Again, it's one of those broadcast dubs we have no idea what kind of situation that's going to be when they will release those into the wilderness as it were <laughs> and not hoard them on their video streaming site.
0: Yeah.
1: Hopefully no. hopefully this is the year that we get some of those broadcast dubs out in the wilderness. But we'll see. So like I said, top of my list is Blood Blockade Battlefront. It's a twelve episode show, though the final episode is extra long, so that's a little tricky, but it's so good. And I think it would really appeal to the audience. That uh, I hope that they they go for it. And uh, also along those lines, a couple more broadcasty dubbed shows. Uh, I don't have a definite opinion upon it, but Seraph of the End, Vampire Reign is pretty popular, so that seems like a possibility. What with it being pretty much Attack on Blue Exorcist with uh, vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, same uh, same studio as Attack on Titan, Wit Studio, and same music composer. And we love his music, right? Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, kill a kill, absolutely. So there's that uh slight possibility for Assassination Classroom though the fact that it is going to continue on to another season gives me pause thinking that It's going to end up being a really long one, and we don't really have room for another long runner. (laughs) So I don't know about that, but it would certainly be interesting to see. It would be a bit unconventional because it is action-y, but that's not really the focus of the show. And it also takes place in a school, junior junior high school. (laughs) That feels kind of weird, but, I mean, it is about assassinating their teachers. So it's obviously not going to air on children's television. Nope. But along those lines, there is a new show coming up this year, also going to be animated by Studio Bones based on the manga, my hero academia, which Mm is uh, a series that Viz is giving a big push as a manga lately. And that, that could be something they could get in on the ground floor for, but I don't know Uh, who knows how these (laughs) kinds of deals work in Japan I was kind of hoping that Dimension W would be a show that Toonami would take a chance on, but that doesn't seem to be happening. And uh, we we have no idea who's who's even going to license My Hero Academia, but chances are it's going to be Viz, mm. like One Punch Man. <laughs> and on the Sentai side of things, a really good show that I sadly have not watched nearly enough of. Ushio and Tora, based on an old franchise. Great action show. Uh, very uh, v- very good shonen. You would see similarities to Inuyasha and Yu Yu Hakusho, but this series predates them. <laughs> Definitely something to consider. It ran I think 24 episodes 20, 24 or 26 episodes so far, and there will be 13 more episodes uh, this upcoming year. So something to put into consideration and uh, I really liked gates it it's a stupid show but yeah. <laughs> you know, interesting uh, aspect of uh, the military going to sort of a fantasy world and uh, you know showing the culture clash between those and it's also kind of a harem and uh, it's Strange and could easily be considered the sword art online of the year. (laughs) And a main character who is an otaku and a badass, which is an enjoyable thing for me. I think that's that's about it of the more recent shows. Uh, I kind of like Comet Lucifer. It's a Sentai license, Mm. but I felt like the ending... I've been hearing a lot about Comet Lucifer. It is a poor man's eureka Seven, <laughs> okay. And uh, it's only twelve episodes, and it kind of wasn't a very good ending. I, I feel so maybe not. <laughs> I, you know, I don't mind when the show doesn't end, and uh, there's one reason why I'm not uh, suggesting Gangsta, because it stops. It just stops, okay. and. Who knows if there will ever be more.
0: So, <laughs> would not recommend Gangsta. Had enough of that, that with Batman Wonderland.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, also a Studio Man Globe show. And so was him, Right, Champloo. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, and going Cohen So, yeah. Uh, be great to have another Man Globe show. But, you know, they all just kind of have problems now, don't they? <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, lots of, lots of shows out there. Lots of possibilities. Uh, at the top of my list is Gundam, One Punch Man, and Blood Blockade Battlefronts. Uh, I would not be surprised to see Tokyo Ghoul or Seraph of the End, Ushio and Tora, Log Horizon. Certainly a strong possibility for one of the later premieres, anyway. I think they're going to kind of keep with having at least one time slot being sort of older premieres, while the other two are going to be yes newer, like the newest of new that they can get kind of slots as uh, as much as I'd like to think that maybe samurai champ would get replaced by something brand spanking new. it's probably not
0: going to happen. Yeah.
1: Not at that late hour. <laughs> and one really outside left field chance here because they've recently been talking about having uh, the opportunity to play a lupon show. The new Lupin the third series that came out this past year, Lupin the third part four, Is finally getting streamed on Crunchyroll soon. And it apparently has somebody who's already licensed it. Uh, it's, It's a weird situation, but there is a decent possibility that it could get a dub and it could be available this year. It's definitely not a high likelihood, but wouldn't that be great? I could definitely go for some Lupin. Love me some Lupin. And I think that'll do it for me. Okay. I think that does it for all of us. I do want to kind of elaborate on the Anaplex situation because Anaplex don't have that many
0: shows.
1: (laughs) Nope. That's kind of the problem there.
0: Yeah, you just don't see a lot of stuff that they have, but uh, that is tsunami worthy.
1: Yeah. And the stuff that
0: is tsunami worthy isn't dubbed.
1: uh, Yeah, some of it. And others are ending up on Netflix for who knows how long. So that's kind of the situation there. They do have a recent show, which would definitely be the Sao of 2016 if it aired, mm-hmm. the Asterisk War. Asterisk War, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, that show. It's you know, it's one of those magical school tournament shows, you, you know, yeah. with lots of fan service. Because it's a light novel show! Ha! Ah. Uh. <laughs> have you noticed that light novel show has become a dirty phrase? It certainly has. For the most part. But, but come on, people. Baccano is a light novel. Baccano is Drawers fantastic. light novels. So, you know, not all light novels are bad, but sort of the semi-typical ones have, uh, have a reputation, I suppose.
0: Yeah, they do. So there
1: is that show, and... I wouldn't be surprised either way if that gets dubbed or doesn't get dubbed because Can't I honestly thought that, uh, Mahoka, the irregular magic high school was going to get a dub, at least for Netflix. But that, that sounded like it was going
0: to be a sure thing.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't. So, yeah, I don't know. I with the outside chance that they're finally like, yeah, we're going to play Monica. Uh, we might be out an Anaplex show until Sword Art Online Three shows up, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it kind of depends on what comes along. But All
0: depends. All depends.
1: What they have right now, there's there's not much that I'm seeing here that's a strong possibility because of you know, how they've handled those shows, uh, where they've <clears> ended <throat> up, and if they're even available. So that's unfortunate, but you know. We had a great year for Aniplex in this most recent year. So things, you know, maybe things. They'll us. They'll yeah, come along. maybe. Yeah. But uh, well, we'll see. We'll we'll see how these uh, things pans out. If, uh, we'll maintain two cyber <laughs> <side> beers, <laughs> if Funimation will reclaim territory, who knows? There's always the outside possibility that Viz will get another slot. Who knows? <laughs> it's very slim, but whatever. Yeah, we never know. And as for movies, well, I'll believe it when I see it. But I think we can expect very good things from Toonami this year. I mean, even the outside chance that they do manage to pull off a Attack on Titan broadcast or simuldub, that would be phenomenal. And uh, pretty much secure this year as pretty fantastic along with Samurai Jack. And then if they could get Gundam on top of that? I mean, honestly, if they get Gundam, I'm happy. I don't know. There we go, Jack. If they get Gundam, I am happy.
2: <laughs> oh, I think we're, I think the year's made if they get Gundam, yeah, that, yeah. regardless yeah, of it, what happens. It, it's good. You got Samurai Jack and you got Gundam. I think we're good. I think yeah. we're going to be good. So. Well,
1: so, we shall see. We, uh, we didn't get too much right last time we did one of these things. But <laughs> 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 well, we got a few. <laughs> but that just goes to show you, if you throw enough darts at the board.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them will fall.
1: And I wish I could recommend something like Death Parade, but that's really not a Toonami show. Great show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really great. Probably arguably one of the best of the year. But just not... It would be quite a stretch for Toonami, and that's kind of a shame, because there's really nowhere to play a show like Death Parade. But it's very good, and people should watch it. And I think with that, gentlemen, we can get out of here.
2: Yes, we can. All right, so let's get the house cleaning out of the way as usual. You can email us, podcast at ToonamiFaithful.com. Please only email us there for podcast-related stuff. And since this is the first podcast of the year, technically, let me just remind you, that includes talkback, if you want to tell us how we're doing on the podcast, if you want to write an email that's longer than a talkback about a certain show or whatnot. You can email us. Again, it's podcast at TsunamiFaithful.com. Let's see. You can subscribe and rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash Podcast. A lot more people have been following us there. Thank you guys for doing that. We'd like to get over 300 followers. So if you guys could make that happen, we would certainly love that. Again, for those of you that are new to SoundCloud, you can listen to the podcast there. You can actually download the podcast there. Uh, you can also comment to the po- on the podcast as you're listening to it there as well. So please do that. We would like to see more people doing that, as we've said in the past. So please continue to do that if you are or if you haven't, please do. Again, that's SoundCloud.com faithful Podcast. Also, that you can use the SoundCloud app that's on iPhone, Android. I believe it's on Windows phones too, Um you can use that to listen to the podcast as well. So if you have no other options, you can listen to it using the SoundCloud app. Anyways, so you can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash faithful Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at podcast, And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's faithful officialtumblr.com And as always, you can visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the old episodes and exclusives when I when they are up. Most of the exclusives are up on faithfulcom So if you missed any, try to go there first. If not, they will be up on podcast.tunamifaithful.com. Um, I'm looking to start doing that this month some point. So, And um, again, since this is the first podcast of the year, I'll just explain really quickly. We have what's called a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Podcast. Basically there, you can donate to us. You can help us uh, fund our activities. Um for those of you that don't understand what that means, a website is not free. A properly run—let me let me let me rephrase that—a properly run run website is not free. So, in order for us to do the things that we do, we need money to do so, and it's not easy to generate that money. So, those of you that have donated it, again, thank you. We appreciate it. It helps us fund the podcast. It helps us helps us fund the website. It helps us fund going to. Cons like MomoCon, hopefully this year. Um so again, if you guys could donate, it's a monthly subscription. You can donate as low as a dollar. It's patreon.com slash Faithful Podcast. And if you have any questions about anything that we've discussed, please, again, you can email us. It's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com.
0: All right, so let's get the hell out of here. Jim, where can they find you? You could probably find me uh, sleeping in bed and <laughs> drinking water and occasionally getting up to refill the humidifier. And uh, drinking booze and going to <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, drinking whiskey, going to Buffalo Wild Wings. And you can also find me on Twitter, uh, shockingly enough, at zero ZeroAlaCard27. Uh, I also have the same username. Actually, no, I haven't been on Xbox Live in a long, long time. Uh, you can also find me on the PlayStation Network uh, at Baystar underscore boy. Uh, I've got some uh, fun stuff. Also, uh, yes, there is another use for uh, Zero a la card 27 on Twitch.tv. Um, I had to take a New Year's, a quote-unquote winter's break, I guess you could say, for my uh, game streams, which I usually did Friday nights. But um, I should have something up this week, either Friday or Saturday because I have both days off, unless I have a date on Friday, which is uh, entirely possible, but uh, still kind of 50-50 at this point.
2: All right, Sketch, where can they find you, sir?
1: You can find me at Sketch1984 on Twitter, sketch1984.tumblr.com You can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984, and if you have any questions or comments for the podcast, you can direct those to podcast at com or sketch at tsunamifaithful.com And Paul, where can they find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Paul Piscrillo. You can find me on ask.fm, ask.fm slash Paul uh, You can ask me questions there about any and everything that you want, uh, including tsunami questions, including about the website. Um, some of you have started to ask me if we have some big things planned. I, I have some things that these guys don't even know that I have going in the works. So we'll see. I don't, I, I don't like to say, oh, yeah, this is going to happen because from what we've experienced. Never
0: plan on anything. Just never don't. plan
2: <laughs> on it. No, just don't plan on it. Um, so, you know, we will try to do some big things this year. Again, one of the things that we keep telling you guys is the more funding that we get, the more that we can do, because it is very expensive to do the things that we want to do. You know, a high quality camera is very expensive to rent.
0: <laughs> Could we have just like a benefactor show up and just give me or, you know, sell me a camera, a great camera at a cut rate price? Because that'd be awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, I was going to sell Jim off at the highest price, but, you know, whatever. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you mean the guy
0: who's going to be owning it and using it. <laughs>
2: Hey, Jim will buy – somebody will buy Jim. Come on now. Jim's <laughs> warm and cuddly. Anyways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fun to cuddle.
2: <laughs> Fun to cuddle. So, um, yeah. So we'll see if we can get to more cons this year. We'll see what we can do. Again, the more funding that we get, the more that we can do. So I'm not saying that we won't do try to do things, but, you know, Momocon might be the only thing that we do again this year. So it is what it is. But um, look forward to – more stuff this year. Hopefully some big things that I'm trying to do will happen. And if they do, well, you'll be surprised. And so will I. Um, whatever happens,
0: happens, you know,
2: exactly. But um, yeah, that's about it. So thank you guys for listening to every podcast that we've put out. Thank you guys for continuing to listen to us. We surely do appreciate it. And thank you guys for making this possible because without you guys, we wouldn't still be doing this, but that's it for this week's tsunami faithful podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces. Coming soon to a store near you.
1: Cuddle me, Jim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Under pressure, you are waiting for direction. Going on the road is without your mind. I'll miss give it, during our decisions. Killing yourself, you're so we have inside.